Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Second verse, same as the first. This is SCNS Live. Or worse. Nah. Cat. On either side of me, I have Cass and Cora. Hello. And back there, bursting with some super cool immediate news, is Jason. Oh, you just want me to go for it? Yeah, okay. go for so, it. Here we go, because y'all missed the audio on all this. Uh, this is, um, yeah, it doesn't pack our ability to enjoy. Okay, believe it or not, we are professional journalists. <laughs> <laughs> Then through, um, I, I'm Are doing, you sure about I'm doing that? a group shot on this one because due to everyone's hard work and everything they've put into all of this, um, as I said, four years ago, we, we set a goal. That goal was to one day get accepted into the biggest Comic Con there is. Four blocks of just everyone, look at this stuff for you nerds, and we got accepted. As seen as live is going to San Diego Comic Con 2022. Woo! Yes! I I have nothing but <laughs> beaming pride at the people that I do this with. Um, we did it, guys. We did it. We did it. We did it. And, like, it was a long, long road. But I mean, also, yeah, like, I think we could have gotten in soon. I don't think we could have gotten in without the But, I mean, it took, us a, it took a little bit longer because, you know, we couldn't meet up. In uh, large groups without yeah. dying, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't make it harder. <laughs> There's been a lot of like little bumps along the road, but when we started, like I wasn't, I didn't even know you two almost at all. So like, it hasn't been like this awful road. It's been a road where we've formed amazing friendships that really beneficial to me, and <laughs> I think it's fair to say that Jason's worked the hardest and Cora's worked the almost as hardest, and Cass and I are just very, we feel lucky yeah. in a lot of ways to be here, and while it, while understanding that we do some stuff too, that we, we're lucky and we're very happy, and I, I love you guys, and I'm so happy. And honestly, also, uh, just a little self-reflection, um, props to my old broadcast partner, Chris Kidd, who uh, I actually fell out with but recently I texted him and I was like, hey man, I need to tell you this because we said we were going to get there one day and SNS did get there. So I wanted to acknowledge his contributions. We started this thing together and it was, it was nice to actually, I'm, I'm terrible with forgiving people. Terrible. I'll burn the bridge with you on it, damn it. But um, he said congratulations and he's very happy for us. So. Also, awesome. shout out to Bryce, and there have been others as well. But yes. like, shout out to Bryce. It's been it's been a road, but I think we we're on it, and this is going to open up doors for us. And I hope Nate, y'all are who's ready going for with these. us, right? Huh? And Nate, who's going yes. with us? Yeah. And I hope y'all are ready for the insanity that is San Diego Comic Con. I don't think you can be ready for it, but we're excited for it. I mean, so. we 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 can operate as two teams, and I think that's going to benefit. The first year I went, it was pretty much just me. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen my step count. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of this, like... My step count from Thursday to Sunday was measured in miles. I walked 27 miles total. Question. What? Are roller skates allowed? No. Oh. Absolutely not. I mean, there goes probably. That plan. I don't know. I'm there's, actually... There's I need to be really things. good on them. I actually I genuinely... Get... 
am curious about that because I grew up on roller skates. I got a pair for Christmas and I'm working on a cosplay kind of that uses them. Like, I, I can very easily throw together one with roller skates. Yeah, like, mine light up. That's not part of the cosplay. I was just excited. They're bright blue and they light up like I'm a four-year-old and I love them. <laughs> we have already started making preps. We are going. We are doing this thing. Um, I like to think to that it's been content. like two years since SDCC went on, so... I went on live. How big is the show going to be? Because they are, they're actually, they're holding up COVID. Uh, they have some COVID uh, requirements. Uh, We're going to get smothered in people's. And we will be taking precautions as well, like obviously wearing masks and uh, they require being careful. They were requiring vaccination and tested before you go in. That's dope. Nice. Absolutely I know. I, I, that's, a, that's one I know that there are people, no, but they, they're like, uh-uh. Uh, we not, are too close. We're not embarrassed. We're vaccinated. Yeah. Get vaccinated. We are all so vaccinated. Paul H., the previews. I know... Cass, do you want to go to see DC, whatever DC is putting out this year? Do you want to go to that? Do you want me to go to that? Tell you what, I'll go to it and what sit in the press What if they do Sandman? What if we meet Neil Gaiman? Actually, you I know what? I can't do this. I'm, I'm calling it, I want to go with Cass just so I can downplay <laughs> any excitement that she has. <laughs> That's the move, right? Just so she can be like, oh, Put the damper. Uh, it was all right. Nobody you know? wants to see content where we're excited about properties. And I just out. downplay everything that she's excited about. Now, we're going, me and you, DC. <laughs> we're going to have to split and resplit and resplit and yes. resplit and whatever things, but like. That's why we got two cameras and mics. I've cried on you once, Jason. Are you really looking to repeat <laughs> that experience? Actually, no. I absolutely do not want you crying on me. So. But yeah, we'll be organically be awesome. recombining and resplitting. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, Hasbro, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Hasbro. You should feel very lucky that we're not like super collectibles people, although there will be exceptions, yeah. and those exceptions would be at San Diego Comic Con, which leaves more room. Jason, you and me, Bandai Booth. I have no doubt there will be souvenirs yes. exceptions for the two of us. Oh, we're, we're going to have a lot of content coming out. Just guys, July 21st, the nerds are going to be out in San Diego, living it up and probably exhausted by Monday. It's so, so soon and it's so far away. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Thank that's you. Our big announcement. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for anybody who's watched, who's thank promoted, you streamed, boosted everything you've done. Like, we're going to try and get the best content that the people want to see. So, yeah. And we're going to have fun. We're not even going to try. We're going to have fun. So now that that's over with, it was not really any shorter because we're too excited not to talk about <laughs> it. Let's get into some super cool nerd news. All right. So, I normally talk about anime on this channel, and I have talked about some of the stuff that's come out of film festivals before. I haven't talked about anything like this before, so let's just get into that. Um, the Toronto Queer Film Festival will be showing a fan-dub parody of the Sailor Moon movie Promise of the Rose. The title for this parody is Sailor Moon Rated R, The Promise of His Rosebud. <laughs> What's a, what does that mean? <laughs> it is going I don't like to. This. Um, very quickly, I'm not going to read through that whole description again because it just kept getting worse and worse as I kept going. 
But um, the rewrite of it, because they've made a whole new script and they completely redid the clips for it, like they edited the clips themselves and everything. Um, it's going to be a dark comedy that focuses on issues related to queer folks, women, and people of color. And I just love that. And it's going to be a porn. I also can already let y'all know that. <laughs> if the title did not give that away. No. <laughs> How is the title with the rosebud? The rosebud and literally saying rated R. Mm -hmm. It may not show like straight up porn, but it's probably one of those that might as well be. I'm gonna need a review. Yeah, you're gonna have to review it <laughs> every know, minute. You know what? I will gladly review that because I'm so insanely curious how they edited this film. Yeah. I watched the original when I was a kid. <laughs> like that was the first Sailor Moon movie and I possibly first Sailor Moon thing I ever watched. So that's going to be interesting. I mean, have you ever seen those trailers where they recut like a kid's movie into a horror? Yeah. It's yeah. that kind of, that same curiosity. Re-editing something like that is not easy. And I'm just curious. Yeah. Like, uh, like, There's somebody that edited the Hobbit movies into a watchable film. So, <laughs> you know, anything's possible. Wow. How long was it? Uh, it was like a regular length, I think. Because if you show the Lord of the Rings, it's yeah, yeah. extended, but instead of extended, the whole thing takes, you know, less time than it does to read the book. And then I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it'll be shown at the Toronto Queer Film Festival. And Can you imagine I, enjoying that in a group? A large, large group? I don't group? like this. Don't mess with <laughs> like, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is, I, I is was, pure. You should... Okay, maybe not. But... It was all, I, I will just say, when we did Three Girls, One Hentai, it was already weird enough to watch that with just two other people that mm -hmm. were just chill about it. Like, that was a, it was a very fun experience. It was a very weird experience. So I can only imagine what this is going to be like in a large group of people. Yeah, like, is it weird to watch porn with your buddies? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. When I said someone edited it, the Hobbit movies, uh -huh. I meant Topher Grace. <laughs> Oh my goodness. There's certain people, like him and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, that it's like, how do you even have time to do TV when know. you're doing all this other stuff, like yeah. writing Hulu's log lines for your new show? Yeah. <laughs> so sorry to interrupt. No, 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 you're fine. That That's literally the story that, like, I, I don't have words other than I'm just curious. You don't need words in porn. It, you got a point. I've heard that. That's a good mm. point, yeah. All this just coffee. turned into like Who would like to go next? You need appreciative moaning <laughs> like, All this it. turned into just the shyest most, mm, Yes, yes Academics, just oh yes that is <laughs> Speaking yes, that of, of let's, let's discuss the academics I don't know, pornography. Hero, hero characters I guess Cass, what have you got? And <laughs> subdued, very subdued performances as well <laughs> Of course I'm talking about Barry Keoghan as the Joker. That's right. A subdued, really just nuanced version of the Joker. In a deleted scene from the Batman, uh, he shows off his, um, yeah, just not like, not very lively, not very, um, he does laugh, but it's not like a maniacal laugh. It's like, like a, just like a human person's laugh, you know, like the Joker. 
That's it. That's the whole story. I, y'all, Kat and I watched, <laughs> and I watched this movie on Tuesday, and I've seen some good reviews for it. It was bad. It was a bad movie. Like... Wait, you think the Batman was a the bad... The Batman was a bad movie. It would have made an amazing pilot for a TV show. Edit that shit down to 45 minutes. Yeah. You could have had a decent movie... Or a decent thing. But no. It was bad. None of the characters had... So I enjoyed the Batman, the biggest Batman <laughs> critic on the show... That's because you weren't watching the Batman. I don't know who that was. It's weird that his name was Bruce Wayne because that's not Batman. He acts nothing like Batman for the, whole, for the whole movie. Hated it. I turned to cast about an hour through it and I said, is this another Ragnarok situation? Because I famously hated Ragnarok and everybody loved it. I, yeah, I don't want to know how to process this. Hey, it was help. terrible. Poor help. I can't help. I haven't seen the movie. How is the the I criticize Batman every waking moment of my day? Pretty much, I wake up in the morning. Screw Batman. Yeah, yeah, it's time to say Batman sucks. <laughs> I have an alarm set for him. <laughs> and you hated it. Hated it. You there were, were a couple of good scenes. The the moment with the flare at the end. I'm not trying to get too spoilery, but the moment at the end with the flare. That was a great moment. The trailer upside down Batman shot was but, cool. But Nin. Ninja trained Batman was actually doing ninja things. You know that what part, he wasn't yes, doing? Batman cool. things. No, but <sighs> the worst Batman <laughs> since, film. Since, since when does Bat? Since when does Bruce Wayne hate Alfred? Alfred. Y'all, he just left, so we're gonna keep so, talking about so, this garbage. I'm gonna like here. We need a spoilers page. It's yeah, not gonna yeah, be yeah. heavy spoilers in any sense because we know you haven't seen it. Yet. I don't. Uh, I don't even care. Here's the don't thing. They ahead. took Make this Batman, this version of Batman, and then they're like, "What if he didn't care about things like consent or poor people or you know anything that much?" And they made him kind of a little like incelly and a little whatever. And did he have a turn? He did have a he turn. He did have a turn. Is it big enough or dramatic enough? No. But this is year two, Batman. He is still bad at things. That's absolutely okay. This yes. is not uncharismatic. This is not bad at things. This is actively holds different ideals than Bruce Wayne. He has not grown into the Dark Knight detective just yet. He doesn't have to be that good at everything, but he has to hear the call, oh and he's God, not hearing this is the call. Crazy. You know what? In I, 2022, they released a Batman who doesn't seem to understand that his money could help. They released. They released specifically a detective, How? a detective-focused Batman movie where he hasn't looked into his parents' money. Seriously, you couldn't have done man. a quick Google of like, hey, what about the renewal fund? Oops. You could have so done like a real quick Hang one. On, I'm not done with the sign. <laughs> I'm so conflicted. And here. I will say, I will say, there were things I loved about it. I loved the detective work. I liked a lot of the fight scenes, and I I liked his portrayal of both Batman and a little bit Bruce Wayne because I like that he's not there yet, right? He's not charismatic. That part was great. We don't need a we don't need a not raw or not rough. Like yeah. rough and raw is fine. I loved the rough parts of it. What I didn't like was none of the characters having a complex inner world. 
I, I, I couldn't believe they put a movie out in 2022 where he doesn't like they don't address the police corruption really in a satisfying way they don't address the wealth gap in a satisfying way they don't address consent in a satisfying way and I know that like two people who only see themselves through the Batman's eyes that can be a little confusing so I just mean that speaking through an earpiece to a woman with no respect for her boundaries about what to do in her situation and her safe setting and when she says no saying no I need you to keep going like no I don't like that it's not it's not the same as like assault or anything I'm not saying that but it's boundary ignoring and that's upsetting okay first off from what I've gathered about Batman he doesn't care about anybody's boundaries the ace scene he drives Harley Quinn first off first off Dwayne McDuffie wrote that he drives Harley Quinn back to Arkham so that she's Safe. And that Batman has been in the game for a couple of years. He has been in the game for a couple this of one years. Has not. He when he didn't care about people's boundaries is when he's not. He's going to learn. He just. I. That's I, why. I, that's no, why I'm saying. I refuse to defend that's Batman why I'm saying show. it would have been a great pilot. It would have been a great pilot. That's what we're building on. He just, this is. Young. We don't have a confirmed sequel. He also, was learning. Also, I would like to point out. That we shouldn't be expecting all of these superhero movies to have a sequel. Sometimes a movie is just a movie, and it has to be able to stand up on its own without it without the it promise of a sequel. Doesn't. Okay, I feel like we've gotten like way that, off. That's okay. Okay. This is a whole discussion one, we can have. So. One, we should make a whole thing about this. But one minor correction: early Batman didn't understand boundaries. There's a difference. You're making an early Batman argument that he doesn't understand things but also doesn't care about things and both can't be simultaneously true or he wouldn't improve. Yeah, good. Totally. I'm not, I'm not, nope. <laughs> He's having to defend Batman and this is just great. No! No! <laughs> Hated it. Three hours long. Very boring. So long. So light. And, and really three hours? It is 56. Wow. Guess whose ADHD has to know how long the movie is? What? 2.56. I, I just have one question. Sure. Was the Riddler good at least? The performance was great. The performance was that, outstanding. The take was garbage. Well, as I, <laughs> as I have learned in the many years that I've watched anything with the Riddler, if the writers aren't at, like, galaxy brain level, the Riddler's gonna come off, like, isn't gonna come off. I want like this for the take of it. There are riddles, which is nice. There have been takes even worse with no riddle but like no. i was the one here the bigger problem with the take but the acting was magnificent the acting like, was magnificent if you okay. love the riddler watch gotham not the first season no in start fact, season none two. of them till like three right three no two is it good. two and three or yeah. is it three and four it's two and three two and three are good you would love three and riddle. close on batman actually okay. no real <laughs> But not yet. We're but gonna, not yet. We're going to segue into that. Speaking we, we of... We have our spoiler page ready whenever we need it. Yeah. Like, speaking... Oh, we won't need it again. I don't think. No. Uh, Just case. Yeah. We need it. Speaking of uh, marathons <laughs> that, like, are too hard on people to watch and they shouldn't be forced to, uh, Pokemane, Twitch streamer, Pokemane, came out about subathons, uh, which are where people put things on for an extended amount of time, like leave 
stay alive and she said they're unhealthy and there's something we should look at and first of all at first i was like yeah i've seen those we've done 24 hour live streams but we split it up in blocks and whatever and i was like yeah 24 hours straight on camera isn't a great thing that's not what she's talking about it turns out and first of all she understood that she's been part of this problem she said like i've done this and i'm a streamer fan so yeah. like i'm part of the problem she's not talking about that there's somebody i don't even remember it doesn't matter who's winding up a 30-day stream oh, <laughs> somebody else who is in the middle of 149 days like or at 149 days right now which means they're doing like everything on camera and she also said, and I thought this was weird, that uh, if you don't interact with your fans, it doesn't even, like, count. And I'm like, but, like, you're against it, right? So, like, but uh, Is the label. Is this like a Truman Show situation? That's exactly what I was thinking about. And, like, that's the question. Like, like are we've we watching gotten this person there. sleep? Well, it's 157 and days. And it's just one person? At the time of the article being written, it said, uh, napping right now, sick AF, like... So yes, everything. Super weird. So I guess probably a person hasn't at least engaged in certain activities, which like isn't the biggest, unless but and like we're back to the Batman. <laughs> but like how? Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, not not too healthy. We need to take a look at society, I guess. But I, I it was nice was to see it. It's nice to see a big streamer be like, I've yeah. been part of this problem. Yeah. This is bad because like hmm. yeah, like. You know, to each their own. I can see, like, if, like, and I'm not saying this would be a, an amazing thing, but if, like, College Humor did something like that, like, the organization. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody's against the idea of, like, this room. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Like, in a house bigger but than ours. But even, like, putting on content, but they, that's a group of, like, 30 people. Nobody's talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Like, this is one person. That's no. Yeah. Like, if you're so, like, if it's, like, what we do for Extra Life, even if we didn't yeah. chop it up into bits, where we're switching off people. Yeah, we tag. <laughs> like, tag yeah. team. All right, your turn to do this game. I right, your turn to do this game. Or your turn to do this content. Very delusional. Very <laughs> delusional. We took we took one of the shorter shifts, but also like the longest time block, like yeah. unbroken up and in the middle of the night to like yeah. close out strong. Okay. <laughs> it played God of War and Overwatch. Yeah, it's nice if we won't have daylight savings time anymore to add that extra hour on there. Yeah, <laughs> one thing the Senate can agree on. I didn't know it. Passed yeah, the we're house. Not. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's coming. Who doesn't want to get rid of? Well, seriously. I mean, seriously, I mean, seriously. Arizona doesn't have it right now. Anyway, there's no reason to. It's dumb. Anyway, wait, we're, aren't we like ninety percent farmers still? Is that not the case? Well, no. Anyway. Okay. But also, no, two percent. Two percent. So anyway, that's what I have on Pokemon. Does anybody have more? Nope, that's not a category. That's just something we do. What do you have, Jason? <laughs> um, pure unadulterated glee. Okay. Um, Always good. So, <laughs> please let this happen finally. Rawson Marshall Thurber, I hope I said that right, he is the director of Red Notice, is directing a live action Voltron movie. What? what? How many times has the live action Voltron movie come up as a been, thing? I have been lied <laughs> to before. Um, 40 years into this franchise that I have been a fan of. Look up there. What is that? That is Voltron. Do you know how many Voltron 
figures I have, how many cartoons I've watched. I watched the Nickelodeon one. I watched the Netflix one, which was great, by the way. Until the end. But anyway. They they, they should have ended. That's the problem. That uh, show should still be they, going. I have a lot of opinions of that. We're not going to get into that right now. Regardless. Keep, keep going. Apparently, they are now developing a live action one. Thurber himself has come up with a story for the film and is going to direct a screenplay he wrote. I'm cool with directors doing screenplays they wrote. That's fine. Hmm. But he's he's saying six or seven studios have expressed interest. Yes, there is a lot of nostalgia out there for these films and properties to get on screen, but I just... I've been lied to before. I have wanted this for many years. Live action Voltron, please. Put it in my veins. And I, I can't even, like, I was so happy to read this story and then instant disappointment of, it'll never happen. You're talking to somebody who's been waiting on Moon Knight, which is coming. It's, it is we're, coming. We're, we're there. so close. We're there, baby. Moon Knight and <laughs> Sandman for a hot minute. Now, granted, Thurber is working on several properties right now. He's also doing the, the he's doing the Dungeons and Dragons movie as well. Oh, yeah. So, well, no, that's going to be a TV series. So his plate seems full, and you've written a treatment. Can you send it to your boy and let me read this? And I'll fight for you if it's good. I'll fight for you. I'll be beating down people's doors. You need to make this movie. And getting arrested. But I'm willing to Can do I that. interest you in talking about our Lord and Savior Voltron? I know. <laughs> and also, like... And I want this Voltron. Look, I love the Netflix Voltron. Like, design-wise, not show, core, But... I want old school Voltron. I want that Voltron right up there in Lions. Look at him. He's so That's pretty. Not on I don't screen. even know which one that it's, is. It, uh, actually, it, it... No, it's not. It's, it's totally in the corner up there. Can, can I can Go I make ahead. a plea to have the team that worked on Speed Racer also work on this film? Because that was a great movie. I don't care what anyone says. You can fight me. Speed Racer, the live action, had the spirit of Speed Racer, the cartoon, and that's what was important. And therefore, I would like that team to have a hand in this, because then it will have the spirit of Voltron within it. Can I make a plea I, for people not to screenwrite and then direct their projects? Like, <laughs> Really? It's generally, generally, it's a bad idea because you don't have enough voices, like, offering different opinions you don't want to get all like the batman <laughs> about it and put like 30 producers in the room but like one voice for something as complex as voltron and voltron as established is like like established as yeah. many takes as there have been like you you want a team of people but also it takes jobs from people who can use it's, it's kind of like cowboy bebop and halo for you but i've gotten both those realized so, I really have no ground to stand on there. Like, which I still have not watched Halo yet. I plan on watching it after the show. Yeah, because we need to do the... I have some ideas on that. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> but, but here's the question. Will you be upset if we get Vehicle Voltron instead? I mean, I like Vehicle Voltron. But don't do Vehicle Voltron. Do the Lions. No. You can do Vehicle Voltron as like a tie-in or a sequel or something. No, you do do go lion, do go lion. It's like I get all ginned up when I see these stories. Like yes, and then it's like it's kind of like Mary Jane in No Way Home. Like 
don't get excited for anything because then you set yourself up for disappointment. So I'm just going to say that someone is talking about making a live action. You mean Michelle talk. Jones? Hmm? MJ from Spider Man? Yeah, her name's not Mary Jane. Is it Michelle Jones? Yeah. MJ. I'll just say MJ. There. Gotcha. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Live I just got like my brain was like possibly wait, wait, coming wait. at some point and Zendaya. I, Zendaya. I, I, I suddenly have felt disappointed because I'm like, will it happen? Anyway. Who's up? <laughs> I've got another movie story. Go for it. So we've talked about um, a little documentary film for a specific animator named Satoshi Kon. Again, everyone does know that name, though they may not realize it if you are an anime fan. But Real quick, um, back at the Cannes Film Festival last summer, they premiered a um, a tribute film, a documentary for the late Satoshi Kon called Le Lujaniste, and it was shown there, and we still don't have a date on when it's being, you know, put out for us to buy. However, the Smithsonian Museum of Asian Arts is going to be streaming this movie for everyone from March 26th until April 2nd. So you will get the opportunity to watch L'Illusioniste and learn about Satoshi Kon. Whether you have to pay or not, I have not checked yet. I figure that it's probably not got all of the information up on the website yet. But in a couple of days, you'll be able to start streaming it. It will also be streamed um, on the Japan Info and Cultural Center website as well that one will be streamed from january from i'm sorry march 26th until april 10th as well as his films so you'll get to see perfect blue millennium actress tokyo godfathers and paprika i really like this idea of like blending into proper this is asian arts and culture like yes, yes. let's embrace that and put it in like a more like academic vibe yeah, and if you've never seen a Satoshi Kon film, I implore you to watch them. Just at least one. Pick one from the list I just mentioned. Because every single one of them is an absolutely beautiful visual delight. He does such a good job of telling stories through visuals, not so much through the script itself, like through words. And... Every single one of them is a trippy affair, but in a good way. I think my favorites are Perfect Blue and Paprika, which is really f kind of funny because Paprika was originally going to be his breakout film. Like, that's what he wanted to do first, but that ended up being his last film. Mm. But Perfect Blue, do not watch if you don't like horror. Just straight up. It, it, that is a horror film. I was that down. <laughs> I was so it's proud of me and Cass with a friend of ours. We're watching an anime right now, and we're like, Cora will be so proud of us, and we'll have <laughs> things to talk about. But as has happened to me with every anime I've ever watched, Same. when I talk to anime fans about anything, no matter how popular, they're like, I didn't watch that one. <laughs> like, well, I was so excited to start Attack on Titan, and then yeah, none of my anime friends watched it. I was like, okay, I watched a little bit of it. It just wasn't my thing. <laughs> yeah. But, That's how I feel about yeah. anime, but people keep insisting I'm wrong. Uh. Yeah. If y'all want to ever watch any of these films, like this is to y'all, I will gladly watch any of these films with you. I love every single one of them. 
perfect blues. What do we start in case other anime and Evan? What was it? Ev- um, Evangelion. We started Evangelion, so we're doing an anime <laughs> anyway. Yes, but yeah, um, if you have been curious about um, Satoshi Kon as the as a person, the documentary has interviews with people that he worked with and people who were influenced by his work. Basically, talking about the man his way of thinking and all sorts of things of that nature. Also, the poster is just really cute and I hope they release that as a print in some way because it's perfect. That's awesome. Speaking of things we've been waiting for. So, uh, in the Marvel universe, uh, we have uh, just like a little kind of something we're not actually that excited about. Moon Knight! Moon Knight is coming out uh, March... 30th, I think? Yes. Uh, but something was announced today. Uh, they said they had kind of an odd record for the least additional photography in the history of Marvel Studios. Uh, additional photography reshoots uh, used to be kind of a sign of something went horribly wrong, and now they're just kind of a staple. And also sometimes, sometimes they still mean something horribly wrong. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot of times, a lot of times it's the extent of the reshoots is if there's a lot, then something w- probably went horribly wrong. Uh, this has the least additional photography in the history of Marvel Studios. Uh, Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke were talking about it recently, and they said that it was probably due to the amount of rehearsal time. Uh they said on the weekends that they were shooting, they would go and have, thank you, uh, go and have brunch on Sundays and sit and talk about the upcoming episode. And they would kind of figure out how it was going to work, how it could be better, and kind of brought their collective imagination. And um, collaboration is not something that has been highlighted in Marvel movies for the past six or seven years. Well, Marvel projects. And so I'm really excited to see one that it seems like collaboration was really, really big because that was really big initially. The Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie famously had like half a script and so they had to collaborate and figure out how it was going to work. And I'm that's the Moon Knight coming now. Someone wants uh, to bark sound like that. I thought that was your tummy. <laughs> uh, and so I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about this uh, collaborative thing. I don't know. And then I had one other thing that I wanted to mention. Video games. Video games. Uh, it was announced that The Witcher 4 is coming. Ooh. Except, yes. <laughs> except it's not The Witcher 4. Except, except it's kind of The Witcher 4. Uh, we got a picture of a medallion that is confirmed to be the Lynx which is one of the Witcher's schools. Uh, the other schools are Cat, Griffin, Bear, Viper, Manticore, Crane, and obviously Wolf. Uh, we also got that it is going to be on the Unreal Engine specifically so that it can have that open world aspect that Unreal is so good at. That so could have been written on our website, I'm just saying. That was a good explanation for something I didn't know and I didn't want to write. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I should have... I forgot about it until literally on the show just now <laughs> I, I will say when you're like it's the witcher but not my first instinct was are we getting a jackster game i think <laughs> our dandelion game i think we are getting a siri game is what i think Ooh, my cool. take was I mean, yeah, that they cool couldn't tell henry cavill it was a real witcher game because they need him to shoot season three <laughs> and he would just disappear <laughs> to, like we're yeah. gonna see shots from on set we, henry we need you on set 
in a minute. It's like I'm building another PC because first of all, so and so, cameraman number five, has never played a Witcher game, so I'm making him a PC so that so he, he can, can play it because it's so good. And no, then he... I'm playing it myself for 27 <laughs> yeah. hours straight. I actually have a piggyback story on her. Movie. Yeah, I, go for I, it. Actually, go for it. it goes right into something I was going to talk about. So uh, Sabir Perzada, who wrote the Moon Knight series, apparently, like you said. This was this is some magic that we're about to see on screen. Well, they're already pegging him for another project, Nova. We have mm-hmm. had the Nova Core introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. so this does make sense. Which one are they going with is another question. I would love to see them bring in the entire Nova Core. That way, I get Richard Rider. Can you do that in a Sam. series? That's like, my thing. Isn't that a lot for a series, though? I. It depends okay, how well, many episodes. I guess. It's not confirmed whether this is going to be a um, a feature film or um, a series for Disney Plus. What do y'all think? I uh, think an is... anthology series like season one, and you just keep <laughs> introducing parts of it till you have the whole core. Like I, I think, think that'd be fun. I think it will be good to bring it in as a series, but have. Richard as the seasoned Nova Corvette, yeah, training Sam. That'd be fun. That'd Sam be fun. I'd be I know bored we're for doing Miss Marvel, and it's going to be you know, kid gets powers. Yeah, but I want like Sam to get the helmet, and immediately Richard's there, like, "Welcome to training." Yeah, and I mean, we already have the Nova Corps. This would be easy to do. And just that pain of the rookie. Yes, I know we just did that with Hawkeye too. I don't care. But I, I exactly. Yeah. I love I the liked concept. Hawkeye, and I'm on board I for like. Hawkeye. Yeah, like I thought Hawkeye was one of the better series, and like I always expected it to be. But I also just liked it. So like, we don't need as many like origin. We don't need origin stories for every single person necessarily. Like big. So yeah. Like come yeah. in as veteran training. Like I'm on board. I think but that'd be also fun. we saw in Endgame where Thanos had apparently been to no, been yeah. to Nova yeah. Prime and wreaked havoc. So we need to rebuild the core. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be fun. And we've seen that Disney is not scared to spend a lot of money on their series. And I always want everything to be a TV show. Like I just said about the Batman, it would have been really good <laughs> if it was a TV show. I mean, I just, I think it'll be easier to do because it looks like they're changing some stuff about Miss Marvel. Yeah. Please, t- 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 don't mess with me on this we'll one. See. Well, I, we'll see. I'm patient. Like I said last week, I think the changes will be good because I think it will lead into what everybody wants. But I do like that um, Kat was saying they're, they we're, we're hearing good things about Moon Knight. It makes sense that Disney would pull this guy to the side. Hey, we got something else we need you to work on. And it's weird because, like, Moon Knight is weird. <laughs> Moon Knight oh, is gosh. shamelessly I'm weird. So ready for and this. Nova, Nova, it would be a weird series to try and do. I think Nova has more potential to be funny, like Hawkeye was, but I don't know. Moon Knight's crazy funny, like he's oh, crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But yeah, uh, I was right. Project. It's six days away. Hmm? Moon Knight. I was yeah, right. It's March thirtieth. It's now? six days away. Let, let me hear one. They usually six days away. They usually come away. out at what two in the morning, right? Is Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I've got. So we should out. be done by noon the next day. Yeah, this because I've been hating waking up at five to work out. Yeah, but you're gonna but wake up at two. But, but <laughs> if there's something okay. to watch, yeah, then I'm good. Like he's gonna be. He's. 
pretty good for it, I think. Oscar Isaac. I wasn't always a hundred percent on board, even though I like him. I was like, do we want a fresher? Fa-? But like Moon Knight's never been that fresh. He's always yeah. been kind of like <laughs> jaded and upset. So a little like, concerned about his accent. That's about it. Got a little Dick Van Dyke in there. I know that they, they've changed the costume of the costumes, like living or something. But it's yeah. so cool. It's so cool. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Bring it on. But it's does like, he confront Dracula about a dead? <laughs> That's a mean <laughs> shout out. So, it's not a real moment. So once again, yeah, but you know what? Days, it's still an iconic one. Six days. Uh, I hope. I hope all y'all have watched it before we go live. That Thursday, because <laughs> I want to have seen it. Oh, <laughs> no, like, I have a regular deadline. I, I work for a place that contracts new videos every first of the month, right? I will have emailed the guy I work for this week and been like, I'm going to need you to make sure this is buttoned up before the 30th, because I'm not working on this on the 30th. So just make sure <laughs> it's ready to go the day, a day or two early. Like, just FYI. Because I that's a regular thing to be like, hey, I'm not going to be in town. I'm going to do it for Comic-Con. I'm not going to be in town. So just make sure it's right before then. That's going to be a thing with Moon Knight. So that was all I had. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to piggyback that on. Any that other story. TV no- news? You go ahead. Okay. This is just a real quick one. Just mostly a mention because there's, we don't got much information for it. But there is going to be a Tekken anime on Netflix. What? It is going to be called Tekken Bloodlines, and it is coming out this year. Look at that for Netflix. There is a trailer on their YouTube, on the Netflix YouTube. It is in English, even on the Japanese website. It is or on the Japanese YouTube. It is in English. We don't know who the studio is. They have not released that information. It's weird. However, the verbiage they are using is very similar to the verbiage they used for anime like. Castlevania and some other things that came from a certain studio located in Austin, Texas. What studio? Powerhouse Studio. Ooh, so that's the rumor. It is the rumor. It is a rumor. It is a rumor. Rumor. But very highly likely. They have mentioned that they've been working on an, on a another video game franchise and the last two series they put out weren't video game franchises. This one is a video game franchise, so it would be on brand. Tekken would be an easier entry point for me than most video games, or most animes. We need to start posting more of this stuff in Discord, because I so would have written a story about Tekken. I love Tekken. To be fair, I found out about this like an hour before the show. I'm so sorry. That's part of the problem is that we research for the show and like, oh! Some of us. Oop, he's candy. Like, well, <laughs> I know she knew the Witcher thing. Like, we both knew the Witcher thing from Monday. And so, yeah, we should have mentioned that. But, like, the Moon Knight thing, we both found out in the last 24 hours. So. Yeah, but um, just real quick, it's going to follow Jin Kaza- um, Kazama. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I want to preface real quick before I keep going. I've never played a Tekken game Ooh, that wasn't, fine. like, the cabinet. So I have, like, if there's a story, I never knew it. I just punch things. Same with Street Fighter. It's never a big <laughs> story, if I remember. But uh, basically, it looks like we're going to be watching Kazama learn his trade and um, begin his quest to become the King of Iron Fist. Or, like, do the tournament. Please don't come at me, nerds. I'm so sorry. No, I, I'm, you know, Tekken actually had a decent live action movie. That's what I've heard. That's it's, true. Yeah, I went in that movie. Expectations. So low. 
but it's Tekken. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. And actually, surprisingly, actually, if my dad had gotten his way, my first name would be Jin. Seriously? Yes. That's kind of dope. Apparently, he lost the coin flip, so he got Aww. the second name. So. Yeah, my first name would have been Jim. That's still really cool. Your second name is cool. Your dad sounds cool. Yeah, my yeah. Nice. yeah. But um, Tekken, I'm I'm so down. Okay, look, poor Jason growing up had to play Tekken at Toys R Us <laughs> on, all day on Saturday, but I wrecked everybody at Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> Them Toys R Us people could have kicked me out. I'll admit it. They could have. You, you, get out. You've been here too long. Yeah, they probably had a... We're probably amused watching you kick everyone's ass. Like, of course, Street Fighter is my favorite like fighting game, but everyone immediately goes to Mortal Kombat. No, I'm Tekken. Give me King. Give me Law. Give me Jin. Those are my fighters. I was about to ask for a, about game. a fighter and yeah. realized no, no, that's Guilty Gear. It's a completely different video game. Yeah. So we're just gonna keep going. I'm not gonna lie. When we watched the Mortal Kombat movie, which I enjoyed, by the way, yeah. like I know people hated it, but like I liked it. I thought it was fun, it was and I think I like I like movies that are just fun right now. Yeah, it was a fun Violence movie. Violent and fun. It was fun. And there were some cool reveal moments, but I kept asking. I kept being like, "Is this Mortal Kombat? Or is this Tekken? <laughs> is this Street Fighter?" I get all of them because I played. We I was most familiar with Street Fighter too. Growing up, we used to walk to the Seven Eleven on the corner and play it. Uh, but also, like, I played a lot of Mortal Kombat, a lot of Killer Instinct, and a lot of Tekken. Like, I'm still. I, I like Mortal Kombat just because Ludi Lin actually remembered that interview we did, and I was like. <gasps> I was so happy. I was I was happy for. Him. I was like, dude, I interviewed you years ago for Power Rangers. I'm happy for your success. He goes, Oh, I remember you, Jason. Yeah, you had the Dragon Dagger. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I was just so happy in the Mortal Kombat movie for the Get Over Here moment. I mean, oh, I love oh, yeah. it. Like, that, movie, that movie was decent. I, I didn't hate it. I maybe hated a character to it, but I didn't hate it. It's fun to watch. If any if any part of the movie was going to be the was going to be memorable, it has to be the Get Over Here. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh. Tekken was the one thing we sought out in 2016 when we went to Tokyo to make sure that we could play in Japan because, like, it wasn't out anywhere. I don't remember which one came out, the real one, but 2016, we played it before it came out. That was a cool feeling. Like, and Cameron played against some Tokyo arcade randos and actually won one out of, like, six, but still. <laughs> you know what? He was proud, and I was proud of him. If you got one, you did good. <laughs> And I played baby metal on like a, uh, a like. Is baby metal still a thing? Oh yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah I played one I of their songs friends. on like a rock like band arcade machine. It was nice. So fun and a little bit of Tekken, but I didn't win. But it was fun, and mm -hmm. that's what matters. So Netflix doing Tekken. All right. I'm on board. I'm what? excited. Yeah the the art for it already looks really good. So I mean. You got the curiosity. Absolutely. And if it's powerhouse, you got everything. Ooh, and if it's good, you've got cosplay. And speaking of cosplay, I want to talk about a queen that I, I just love. Jamie Lynn Curtis is announced on Jimmy Kimmel last night that she's facilitating her daughter's wedding in her backyard, which Aww. is just so cute. But what's even more precious is she's doing it. And World of Warcraft cosplay. I love Jamie Lee Curtis so love much. This. She's going to be dressed as Jaina Proudmoore, who is one of the most incredible sorceresses in World of Warcraft. It is a dope AF dude, cosplay. Dude, that cosplay. Wow. That's the one Laura Bailey voices. Yeah. 
and it's a dope AF look, and I'm so happy, and I'm very happy for her daughter, and she said both her kids have been married or will have been married in her backyard, and it just makes her cry, but she's also, like, the facilitator, which is cool. That's so cool. I really like her. Anyway, that's that was a quick hit on that. I have one more quick hit. Speaking of video games and video game franchises, if you know who ninjas in pajamas are, you're not alone. They're very insanely popular esports franchise. Last year rebranded to the shortened NIP for reasons I cannot understand because ninjas in pajamas is a cool name. Finally, they're taking their birthright and they're introducing a line of pajamas. <laughs> like, that's cute. I was so excited. <laughs> I was less excited reading the article. They're a hundred bucks and they're not even really, they're like heat screen, casual oh. wear, long sleeve, long pants. I'm like, <sighs> this was a Forbes article too, which is weird. But like, they're like, so are they also going to be, uh, you know, doing ninja courses? Huh? <laughs> and our other franchise is going to do their thing. And it listed off other franchises and what they could possibly do. And I was like, I don't care about anything <laughs> that you said. I want a lot more pajamas. And I want them to be super cute. Hire, yeah. like, chibi artists to make yeah. cute little ninjas in pajamas. And, like, actually make oh. them. I just Where have... are ninjas from? <laughs> the China. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> Japan, right? It's a Japanese thing. <laughs> Just double checking. Can you imagine? Make higher Japanese artists to make them. Can you imagine? Very important. I wish I could have seen how my head poked up like, what? Um, for this, yeah, it's for like little chibis sleeping, like in the little yeah, t- in the little like bed, that's what I want. Bed. These are not anything like that, but like, so finally, you've identified the most obvious thing products that yep. you could ever market. So just do it better. Ninjas. No, but you can sell pajamas. Yes, you and also can. Forbes was like, oh, this person did their, or this firm did their rebranding last year. And I was like, they messed up. Because calling them NIP is stupid. It is. I mean, you could just call, no, actually. Anyway, that's, that's, that's all my stories. Who else has a stories they haven't done? Um, go ahead, guys. Uh, if you're familiar with Misha Collins uh, as the angel Castiel, you will know that uh, he deepened his voice and kind of put on this gravelly tone and that's not what he for sounds like for his three arc for his what was supposed to be yeah, yeah supposed to be like a couple episodes and had to do that voice for the next 10 years it looks like he's still gonna have to be doing a voice because he just got cast as two-face in the new gotham knights pilot uh i can't say i'm super excited about this because it is the cw and they've kind of got a history at this point of making DC shows and then running them into the ground. Uh, this is Gotham Knights, so we have uh, Harper and Cullen Rowe uh, that have already been cast. Uh, Tyler DeChiara and Fallon Smith. Uh, and then also we have Turner Hayes, who I'm not familiar with who that is. Uh, Oscar Morgan has been cast as Turner Hayes. We also have uh, Carrie Kelly. The female Robin, which is what I was talking about in the hype video. Uh, And uh, Olivia Rose Keegan is set to play Duella Dent. That's where you kind of got me a little bit more interested. Uh, If you don't know, that's uh, the Joker. It's the Joker's daughter. 
and kind of has that persona, but also, like, I don't know. And then Carrie Kelly is, like, the Robin that comes in super, super late into Batman. Here's the thing that concerns me the most. The first sentence of the log line is, Bruce Wayne has been murdered. And starting a TV show on the absence of a character very rarely works out. Like, this isn't just this is Gotham without Batman. It's specifically, we are going to be focusing on this is Gotham without Batman. That's just, just really concerning to me. The exact opposite. Because, like, if I say I'm going to do a TV show about Gotham, what is your question? Where's Batman? If you don't want to talk about it, you start out with, he's not here. He's dead. He's dead. He's diggity dead. All the way dead. And then you, that's it. But is he a Black Lantern? He's no. <laughs> too scary. Too scary. He's dead. Too scary. Too scary for me. But like, if that's 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 my mental is a hundred percent is like so. Anyway, yeah. that we're not burying the lead, but also this isn't the lead. The whole rest of the story is about everything else. Maybe. What if? Because you you gave up on CW shows. I feel like with me, like around the same time. Is this something that might bring you back? Right? Here's my my other thing, though, oh, wait, is that's like... My, that's my next story. Sorry. CW shows, like, is a lot. There was a time where you almost had to commit to all of them. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about CW shows. Like, I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's like, will you watch yeah. the pilot of this one show that's probably separate, maybe, from everything else they're doing? Maybe. I might. Maybe. I might um, look at the pilot. They have an interesting, like, mix of younger and older cast members. And yeah. Maybe. Uh, this is in addition to the, the CW has a pilot for a prequel to The Walker Show that's only going into its third season. And then my favorite new show that they're going to be doing a prequel to Supernatural that's about the Winchesters, except apparently they're demon hunters, even though the whole thing was that they weren't? <laughs> I don't know. Can y'all stop doing just Supernatural? Like, chill! Please? Just chill out. No, like, CW, I, chill out. I say nobody wants this, but I know exactly how many people will watch that. But also... It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's too much. If you want some entertainment, go Google uh, the Winchesters leaked pilot script. I don't know if it's real or not, but there's some bangers in there. Oh, goody, goody gumdrops. <laughs> anyway, that's my story. Jason? I got one last one. And uh, y'all are aware that I love one-scale one props, especially of weapons. Things like Stormbreaker, Milner, Shields, um, Super Sentai Swords. Well... They combined my love of lightsabers and 1-1 scale props when um, the man himself from Jedi Fallen Order, Mr. Monahan himself, went to, um, hang on, I gotta get my notes here, um, went to the Disney Park Studios where it is now offered as one of the custom lightsabers they have there, his broken lightsaber. Dope. And we got Colin here holding it. Look at it. It looks great. I love this lightsaber design. Like oh, patiently so waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on a delay. 
Yes! Nope, I'm on a longer delay than that. Yes, his legacy <laughs> lightsaber will now be available from the lightsaber from Fallen Order. Oh, you can also get the image. You can get the lightsaber in its broken form and its Ooh. double-bladed form. Uh, these lightsabers are pretty expensive Yeah. at um, no. Disney Park Studios. Please. And uh, there's a close-up shot of the hilt itself. Uh, the beauty of Star Wars Fallen Order is that you can change the color and look of your lightsaber. So you can get this hilt and put any color blade into it with the whole, um, oh, I'm sorry, I said Colin, Cameron Monaghan, Cameron. sorry. Um, you can put any color blade in there and it's just like the game. I am for this and if I ever go there, this is the lightsaber that I'm paying money for right here. I love lightsabers. I love swinging around as there's a video from Retro Expo this yeah. weekend. You can see me doing some fancy stuff. I but, love Cameron Monaghan. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> love me a short ginger. And I love that he himself got to debut yeah. his lightsaber from the game. This is perfect. That shot of him right in front of William Falcon. Yeah. Is it a, this is a physical blade. Those are physical, like the parts. Like the, oh, yeah, I don't think you can. I, I think they're, they're strictly like, hey, look at it and enjoy it. Don't go whacking this thing yeah, or anything. Yeah. No, I'm it's, just saying like I, I could make one of those. I thought the whole thing was how hard it was to make the light. <laughs> no, but, I, th yeah. I think it's the the whole fact that it's like a, a very nice collectible. Oh yeah, not yeah. and I'm not like oh, yeah. dogging on this one. I'm just yeah. like, oh wow. If you yeah, I can wave around and you know, woo -woo. although I would uh, if you do like lightsabers though we mm -hmm. went to Retro Expo this weekend well y'all gotta hear this actually because uh, I think we've got every story right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay guys Cora found the grail Cora found the grail. <laughs> but it was all scratched up. In the eight years no. of this show, every time <laughs> she has mentioned Suikoden, Cora found the disc this weekend. Cora, please. So, um, we went in and I looked at every booth that had video games. If I saw a... Like, if they only had, like, Nintendo games, I looked just because, you know, yep. Nintendo... But I focus, laser focused on any that had discs or PlayStation. And every person I would ask, do you have, happen to have Suikoden? Expecting a no. They were like, I can't keep it on the shelf. I'm like, that makes sense. It's a rare game. Cool. Moving on. And we were going down the last aisle and we were about to leave. We're like, I see video games over here. I'm going to come over here now. Last table. Yeah, last table. It was the last table that had games, period. It was also the last table we had, like, we hadn't looked at this one. And that was the only table we hadn't looked at. And I was trying to get to where they had, like, a whole bin of, like, ones in cases. But it only was, like, big enough for one person to stand there. I'm like, well, they're, I can't get over there. So I was looking through their, uh, their CD book, you know. And I turned the page on one of them, and it's just sitting there. Just sitting there. Y'all. I wish y'all could have seen. I think I almost bruised your arm with how hard I started. Like, because <laughs> I mean, I'm not into this, but I saw it and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I can be happy when someone has found their grail item, and that was it. Yep, and and I'm telling her to calm down, also because the guy at the table has clearly seen her reaction. Yeah. Like, well, he just tacked on twenty extra dollars. Absolutely. I mean, to be but fair, he up, probably. He probably also heard me go. <gasps> Everyone heard you go that noise. I mean, you had to tell I mean, her to calm down. Do so it. Do the noise. Do the noise. Do the noise. That was the noise. Do the noise she just made. I can't do, do it. it. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, I was already prepared if he was gonna like overcharge me. Yeah. I was I was ready to fight him on it. But he gave me a price that was reasonable. So I immediately threw cash at him. Thank you again, like, Jason, That's for helping me That's that. I can pay that. I can pay that. That's <laughs> yeah. not crazy. Would, would y'all like to hear some cruel irony, though? Yes, obviously. I, my, my backwards compatible PS2, it does not work right now. I have to get it the laser repaired. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the laser drift. It's a very simple issue. But also... I don't have memory cards for the PS3, so I can't save my game. Because <laughs> if you have... Here's the fun fact about the PS3. If you have a PlayStation 2 disc, it will not save your game. Even though it has the digital memory card on there, it won't let you use the digital memory card with your disc. This is like Can you not classic- plug in an external and save the data? I don't... One. This is like that classic <laughs> Twilight Zone episode where yeah, it was it with the classic in the world over here and he breaks his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> but I was happy for going. We went on we went to the show by channel. We got a video that's coming out for it. Uh also check out Nat 20 Sabres. Yes. Is that These who guys had it? make no, speaking of one one style props and lightsabers that you can actually bang around and hit things with it and duel with. And Actually, pretty well done. So, Nat 20 Sabres, uh, check them out. We've got a video coming out. We'll show, show off I need more. a logo and a card in a booth and a better method for making props. I love one-to-one props. I love making them. Yep. Anyway, yes, yeah, Nat 20 Sabres. This weekend, and I'm, I'm happy that Cora finally found this thing that she relentlessly mentions on this show. You're not going to stop being a nerd now, are you? No, because I still have one uh, one more Suikoden game to find, and that's in 2. If I can find that in English, I will then have the English version of all of the games that were released in the United States. I can hear the disappointment yeah. in her voice. I text her. I was like, have you come up air yet from Sweden? <laughs> She's like, sadly, no. You can go with that early 2000s strategy, which was just leave the PlayStation yeah. on all to. the time. Yeah. I, I would if the PS3 was mine, but it's my roommate. Yeah. So. Sure so anyway. However, I do still have a digital copy of it, so I can still play it and save it, but I can't enjoy it on my disc. But the first thing I did when I got home was I did put in the disc because I did have like a worry that it was a bootleg and it wasn't real. Yeah. But it's real and it works. We're good. Amazing. That's like how I have the Uniracer's cartridge, <laughs> but no system. I don't have an SC in a, or an S. And nope, eight. can't say it, not yeah. since I joined the show. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the core of us, I feel like, is appreciating other fandoms even though we're not in them. And so like, we're really happy for you. Hooray. Yay. Anyway, that will do it for us here in the show. We have some exciting content coming out uh, soon. We're working on some other stuff soon. Uh, and also catch up on our D&D game and get ready for Comic-Con and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Uh, if you want to find me on social media, you can find me at BetterCat on Instagram and Twitter occasionally. Cora? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at CoroDonoArt, where I post things that are Suikoden related and sometimes artwork. And you can also find me on Chaotic underscore Noodle on Twitter for screenshots someday. Someday. <laughs> sure. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Good Cast. I'm currently just careening my way through uh, Horizon Forbidden West because it's the best game ever. It's so pretty. Until Right and Wrong comes out. Yeah. Oh, you can find me at Jason the X on Instagram and Twitter. Go check it out. And do that. Check out our website, supercoolnerdshow.com and uh, tune into all our channels. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Yahoo, probably. 
AOL <laughs> Messenger, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> we have TikTok. We have TikTok. And as we always like to say around here, keep, keep on nerding. Are you turning?